there. Uh, we're in this 40-day uh, journey that we kind of started last week, but uh, really wanted to kind of you to kick it off on Wednesday. And some of you ha were here last week, some were not. And so I wanted to, to kind of define um, the problem that we're facing. Um, kind of like we're during this series, during these 40 days is a, is a time of development, time of like, of just investing ourselves in something that's going to be better or more that's going to have long lasting effects in our life and so if you weren't here last week you may not know that you're even that, that we possibly could be having a problem and so i'll give you a couple quotes one is uh by cory ten boone and um she says if you can't if satan can't make you sin he will make you busy now, now just just process i'm gonna let you process a little bit on that you know if he can't like get you to totally jump off the rails and do something totally stupid, what he's probably going to do is fill your time with trinkets so that you're distracted from what God really wants to do in your life. Carl Jung, who's a psychologist, um, he came up with some of the personality, um, uh, introvert, extrovert kind of studies and research, and he says this, hurry is not of the devil, it is the devil. Hur hurry's not, uh, and the one we used last week, and I think this is, a great picture of our, what I believe our, our part of our struggle is, our battle is, is hurry is the great enemy of the spiritual life in our day. Hurry can destroy our souls. Hurry can keep us from living well. And, and I would say for most of us living in our culture, maybe experiencing life today, the one thing that kind of unanimously or for most of us describes our lives is that we are busy. You know, that's our, that's our, our go-to. How are you doing? We are busy. And, and I'm wondering is if, if we really looked at the Jesus way, looked at, at who he is and what he came to do in our life. He came, he came to rescue us, to save us, to, to, to lead us to abundant and full life. If, if we really looked at him and, and his, the way he did things, if he has something better planned for us than this term called busyness. Um, the verse that we used last week, and, and I think it's a great verse to hang on to and, and um, to hear uh, that Jesus says is uh, uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And he's, he, he's offering something here. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. If, you, if you're carrying away, it's too heavy for you. If you're, if you're exhausted, if you're, your RPMs are way too high, if you're struggling with a weight that you can no longer bear, if, if you have anything that you're just stressed about all you who are weary and heavy burdened and i will give you rest and, I, and i'm wondering if that idea of jesus coming to give us fullness and this idea of i will give you rest are very connected like it, it's not one or the other can it be that we can rest in fullness that they're tied together there, there's some kind of rhythm some kind of plan that jesus had that would work um, out in our life that will produce fullness rather than exhaustion from this busyness. This is what he goes on to say, verse 29. Take my yoke upon you. And again, remember what we said last week. Again, I'm just doing this again for those who weren't here because you need to understand where we're walking. A yoke is a work instrument. It's, it's an agricultural way to plow the fields. Two oxen would be tied together with a yoke and they'd pull the, the, the plow behind them. He said, take my yoke the yoke that, that I'm, he, he's like, tie yourself with me and learn from me, which means look at how I lived. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and this is the next part, and you will find rest for your souls. Here's this idea of work and rest. 
not just physical rest, not just emotional rest, but this idea of soul rest, because it all ties together. Our souls are like, are crazy busy. You can feel it in your soul when you're exhausted. Verse, uh, verse 30 says this, and I, I love this, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When we find his rhythm, when we find his way, Jesus says, listen, what you're going to find when you start living in this in my style, in my way, you'll find my yoke, my work, what I'm asking of you to be very comfortable and very easy. Let me just say that. I, I should probably, not comfortable as in always like, oh, that's, that's in my, my wheelhouse. Comfortable as in, man, this is, this is exactly what I needed. This is what I, exactly what I, I need to do. This, this is what he's trying. You, if you've been to the ocean, you know that sometimes I, I love to boogie board, so I, I, you know, I take myself and then whoever's interested out with me into the, to the ocean. We go find some waves, and you kind of ride the waves in. Uh, boogie board is one of my favorite things to do um, at the beach. And what you find, what I found over and over and over multiple times, is that I don't, I kind of lose myself um, out there. You know, I'm having fun, and 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 I've noticed sometimes that when I'm riding the waves. Um, I'll take a half hour, an hour, I'll look up to the beach to see what everyone else is doing, and I'll realize that they left me. They're no longer there. They didn't really leave me. What's happened is the current has taken me down the beach, and I, re- I, I recognize nothing. And so I have to reorient myself to where they are and try to get back to where they are, right? Do, do, and I, what I'm, let me just stop before I go on with that illustration. I think there's a current, in our cul- especially in our culture, especially in North America, especially in the U.S., especially right here, that there's a current towards busyness. We don't, we don't, tr- we don't trend towards slowing down in our world. We tend to get busier. But think about this. How many times have you said, oh, I can't do it this week, but next month things will slow down. And then when you get to next month, you try to fit it in, but you're not slowed down. You just put, you ha- now you have to put it in because you have no, you know what I mean? Like the current of, and sometimes we don't even know it. Like we, we have this weight of, of busyness, of going, and, and we're, 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 we feel it, but we don't realize it until we maybe get to a point, hopefully like today, where you look around and be like, I, I, I don't even recognize where I am right now. I'm just, and we talked about some of the signs from last week, but you, you're, you're just going through the motions right now. And so you have two options when you're in the ocean, right? You can either like stay in the water and fight the current. You ever try that? Fight the current back to where your, your family is, like, like you're going to stay, you still want to boogie board, you still want to enjoy the water, but you want to get close to them, and so you're like, you, you, your weight's going forward, and you're like spinning your, you, you ever feel, like you're, you're digging up salt, um, sand, but you're not getting anywhere? There's an easier way. I, I discovered this. After a while, like, my leg's getting tired, I'm like, why don't I just get out of the water and walk up the beach, start over again? And so what this 40 days is, is a way to, to kind of like get out of the water Walk up the beach and reorient yourself to the way that Jesus wants maybe you to live. And, and so we have this thing that we'll be talking about. It's called a rule of life. It's, a, it's an ancient practice, and, and I want to explain it to you because what, what we're going to do over the rest of this series is, is kind of help you build a rule of life. I mean, it's, it's not rules of life. Um, it's not a legalistic um, checklist. It's, we talked about this last it, it, It's the... When you're bowling and you need the bumpers up, a rule of life gives you, gives you guidelines, gives you like thought processes of how you get to the end goal so that you're not in the gutter. 
right. it, it's, it's a picture of like when you're training. Like, here, here's a way you can look at it. Um, there's lots, lots of, some of us like to do like cardio. You've heard that word cardio? You need to work on your cardio. We need to do cardio. And there's, there's a, like 100,000 ways of doing cardio. You can, you can run outside. You can, you can walk on a treadmill. You can run on a treadmill. You can walk in the mall. You can walk on a path. You can bike. You can kickbox. You can dance. You can uh, Zumba. I don't even know what it is, but it sounds really fancy. You can, there's like hundreds of ways. There's always a new thing coming. Like, hey, try this cardio. It, it's not about a, a, like God saying, there's, this is the way you need to do it. It's like finding your way to do it. Like, like it's this idea of a rule of life is, is kind of having so a framework of saying, in this framework for me, in this, in this like drawing of what life could be, th- these things are going to protect me so I can get to where I need to be. Now, I'll tell you this, this other part. So my wife and I do clothes shopping a little differently. I, I know what I want, and so I will go in, get what I want, and I'll leave. I don't try it on. Unless she makes me, I'm not going to try it on. It's just one of those things, like, We'll ret- I'd rather return than go into a, dr- a changing room and like look in a mirror and then walk out. I don't. I just. It, it dry- but but she wants to try it on, right? She wants to see how it looks, how it feels, how, how does does it does it look does it fall well on me? Does it does it look good? Does it feel good? Is what 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 event will I wear this to? And she she has all these thought processes of, of what what she's looking at, what what she's going to do with it, right? I, what I'm telling you with this rule of life is I don't want to tell you your guardrails. This is not legalism. There, there's there's, there's like things that are, are yes or no. They're black and white. There's thing, there's, there is this thing called sin that we, we stay away from. That, that's clear. But there's also lots of gray area in Scripture of like, these are, these are that, that, like, try something on. If it doesn't fit, take it off and put something else on. Does that make sense? These, these practices, these, these disciplines, these, these ways maybe to protect your life. So we're going to walk through a, ver- a few of those practices um, and then, then you'll have to work on the application with me. So the first practice comes from Ephesians chapter 5. And it, it, is sound, it goes like this. This is Paul talking to the Ephesian church, and uh, he, he's just talking about this idea of making wise choices. And this is what it says. Do we have it there? Um, th- use your Bible, underline this, but I want, want you to hear it first, okay? And then you can read it yourself in a second. Be very careful. All right, just I, the, 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 the power of that. It's, it's a warning, isn't it? When, when, I, when my uh, kids first started to drive, um, or when they are starting to drive, the very first thing that I say or my wife says, be very careful. They're driving in the snow. Be very careful. Don't just be careful. Be ve- warning, warning, warning. That, that's what it is. Warning. Watch this. This is, this is, this is, this is important. Like, make sure you stay away from this. It's, it's the warning label. Like, this, you ever see the stupid warning labels? The coffee may be hot. Yes, it's coffee. You know, there, there's a warning label. Be very careful then how you live, how, how you do your life. Not as unwise, but as wise. This, this idea of unwise versus wise is about choices. And you can, you can come into a fork in a road, and it may have many choices. And there's a wise choice, and there's foolish, there's stupid choices. The stupid choices, according to the Proverbs, lead you toward destruction eventually. You may not see it right away, but, but they're either going to be neutral or they're going to lead you toward a place you want to be. A wise choice is the best choice, and it's the one path that leads you toward life, joy, peace, basically where God designed you to be. He says, be very careful then how you live. Not as, don't make stupid choices, make wise choices. And then he goes on, to, that he explains what that means in this context. 
verse 16. He says, if you want to be wise, if you, if you want to make right choices, make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. All right, so stop there, pause for a second. You, you can keep that on the screen, but listen, there's two words for um, time um, that we see a lot in the Bible. The one is chronos, time. All right, chronos is chronology. You've heard that word. Chronos is, is that we're all given the same amount of, of time in a day. You know, no one has 25 hours. We all have 24 hours. We get, we're given the same seconds in a minute, the same minutes in, a, in an hour, the same no, hours, the same days in a month. Like everyone, everyone on earth is equally given the same amount of chronos every day. We can't, we can't pay for more chronos, and we, we don't really lose chronos. We just use chronos time. All right, so, so that's just life as it goes, moment by moment. Time keeps ticking. Time, t- time is ticking away, just moment by moment, chronos. And, and, and Jesus was born in chronos time, right? He, he, came, he came as a baby, and there was, there was moments that this time ticked, seconds ticked. Tick, tick, tick. You know, you, you hear the clock going. He, he lived in time. But, but he says, I'm not sure he lived completely on Kronos time. I'm, when we live only in Kronos time, we let time control us. And what we end up doing, even though we, we wish we could, we, we may pray for an extra an hour, but what we end up doing is we do chronos studies and we read chronos books, which means time management, right? That we're going we're gonna to do better by managing our time so that we can put more stuff into our time. And the Bible says, chronos is going to happen. We all live in that chronos. But there's a better way that, that's talking about right here, verse 16, making the most of every opportunity. There's, there's an other view of time that I think is what Jesus would say. This is, if you want fullness of life, if you want to live differently, if you want to get out of the water, don't, don't settle for just going through the motions of surviving week after week and, and doing the hump day and then thank goodness it's Friday and then the weekend. Like live, that, that's living chronos. Like you're just looking for the, forward to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. He says live, the word is keros time. Keros time is, is this idea of opportunity. This idea of, of a moment is pregnant. That although there, every second is equal, not every moment is equal. There, there are normal moments, and then, then there are credible moments. There, there's everyday moments in marriage, and then there's like wedding days and anniversaries and special events. There's like moments of, of birth on this side, and then there's moments of like just walking through diaper changes that you may not ever remember. Does, does that mean? Like he says, that there, there are moments aren't, are, aren't, aren't all the same. There are keros moments. In fact, what... I think Paul is saying, and how Jesus lived was, he lived with this, this, this view that every day there was possibility, that every day was pregnant with a keros moment. So you, the, first, the first part of a living an unhurried life is, is not letting time tick, but, le, but d- d- seeing life through this idea of maybe, maybe let's make the most of every opportunity. Let me, let me just give you some uh, ways that we can do that. W- one is, that, none, none of this is like really like theologically deep, to be honest with you. This is all, but don't you love it that, that 
God designed what we're supposed to walk through so that simple children can understand. Like, that, that's what I love. And, and the first one is this. Be rooted in the moment. Be present. Like, you're, you're, sometimes you're looking, you're looking in the past at what happened, you know, what could happen, or we're looking to the future of, uh, like, right now. We're in a moment, right? You're, you're here. And some of us are thinking, all right, I have to do this after church. I have this this week. And we're, we're looking ahead. But we're not fully present. You ever notice that Jesus, as he walked through this Kronos world, he was, he was always present. He was always looking for Carol's moments. He was, he was all, like he, his disciples came to him a couple times. He says, hey, Jesus, time is ticking away. It's getting nighttime. Maybe you should send the people away so they can get something to eat. Jesus' light bulb goes on. He's like, let's not make this a chrono deal. Let's make this a Kairos deal. Let's make a moment. Why don't you feed them? Jesus, we can't feed them. Oh, yes, we can. And all of a sudden, what was a chronos, just like, hey, we're trying to survive. We're trying to get them something to eat, became this memory of Jesus doing something amazing and, and dividing the loaves and the fish. When he'd walk in the temple, he, he would see not just things. He, he'd see people, and he's like, let's make this a, a Kairos moment. Like, he was story after story of Kairos moments. See, we... we we, and uh, let, me, let me just back up and say this. This series, um, I do, we do a lot of series here at, at Higher Hope, and, and, a, and a lot of them I, I, I soak in and I apply, but if there was a series I could tell you that I'm speaking to myself as much as to you, it's this one. Of, of, of living a life of not hurrying, of bi- not having busyness. And so, so understand, this is, this is coming from me. My, my struggle sometimes is, not being where I am. L- let me explain it to you this way. Sometimes at a meeting, I'm in a meeting, and uh, I'll be talking to someone, counseling or whatever, and there'd be a noise that w- goes off in my pocket, a beep. Beep! I don't, it, it, may, it doesn't sound quite like that, but it's close to that. And I don't know if this is you, but when that beep goes off, all of a sudden my mind leaves that conversation and it goes to, oh, this might be something important. Someone texted me. Or maybe is that an email? Or is that, is that some kind of Facebook thing? You know, I really need to look at that because this might be important. And, and, and all of a sudden, what was a possibly a careless moment, a, a moment of presence, now becomes a moment of like, some pl- I'm someplace else. And then I enter my someplace else, and I'm like, oh, that was that? Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, it was a, bad, a spam call. And I left the moment. Do you understand that God has given us some great tools? And one of the things that that we do with great tools is we use them in a way that isn't so great. And I think, I don't know if you realize this, but there is something that happens in us. You ever ever hear of the Pavlov's Pavlov's dog? Let me, I'll explain it to you if you don't know. You probably know what it is. He's a science class. But basically there's this, this, this study, I guess it was, this little experiment and they had a dog, they had a bell, and they had food. And for a while, they'd bring the food out with a bell. Ding, ding, food. Ding, ding, food. Ding, ding, food. Ding, ding, food. So the dog would get used to coming. when he. So then they just started taking the food away, just ding, ding. And the dog, dog still came. I feel like Pavlov's dog. Like, I'm trapped by it. We're, we're trapped by that sound. We're like, we're, we are losing the moment because, and, and listen, here's the other way we do this. We have a moment 
and we're, we're like, even a quiet moment, we're busy, right? So what we do with our busy moments, when, when we have a little quiet in it, we, we have this thing, we scroll we're aimlessly. Like you don't even know you're scrolling. Let me, in this book um, that I'm sharing from, um, John Mark Homer, The Ruthless Elimination Hurry, he talks about um, just kind of the, the business paradigm of social media. Let me just tell you what he says. You can, you can study it. You can look at it the way you want to look at it. But, but there, you, you are not the target audience necessarily. You, you're not the client for social media. You're the product. Social media, all, all of them really are based on the same thing, is they need you, they want you to scroll. As well. their, their goal is, is your attention. They're, they're fighting for your attention. Everything that they do is about your attention, wanting you to have some kind of like wanting to do this more, right? And, and what they're going to do is, as you give them your attention, they sell your information and, the, and they, they sell the advertisement to the, their clients who are using your attention to sell you something. Their whole, the whole paradigm is this, keep you scrolling. The, the logarithm is based on that very concept. Now, now what happens, again, good or bad, it doesn't matter. But if, that's, if we're here scrolling, that kind of means that we can't be where we are. We're, our, we're in a different world. And all I'm saying is, is for me, I have, to, I have to fight this idea. Make them, if, if that's the goal, make the most of every opportunity. I can't be enslaved. I can't be addicted. I, I can't be tied to this. And we're going to walk through some practices in a little bit of, of how we can, you'll have it differently, but how I'm trying to, during this 40 days, kind of do it differently. L- let me give you this, this other one. Be present. Number two is this. Heads up, not heads down. All right, so when Jesus walked through the world, have you ever um, bought a new car with a certain color that you thought was very unique? Like, man, I, I'm, this is going to be great because I have, and then you walk, you like drive through Walmart parking lot, drive, and you see it everywhere because you're finally looking for it. I want you to, I want you to do that in scripture by, by looking for this phrase, when Jesus saw, it's there all the time. You read all four gospels and J- no matter where Jesus was, he'd be walking through his world and he would be look, his head would be up, not down. He'd, he'd be seeing the leper. He'd be seeing Zacchaeus in the tree. He'd be seeing his, his disciples in the boat. He'd be seeing, like, it's, it was, it's con- when he saw the crowds, his heart broke for him. He was constantly seeing people. And I'm wondering sometimes in this, this, this idea of building Carol's moments, if we're missing the opportunities or the possibilities right in front of us. Like, maybe God has Carol's moments already built into your day, and all you have to do is notice them, and what we're doing is we're ha- our head is down, and we're either in the busyness or in our phones or in, in the next thing, or we're, we're listening, you know, we're just kind of, we're in our own little world, you know? And God says, it, it's almost like going to the Grand Canyon, and by the way, the Grand Canyon, there, there's a way, there's a reason why it's called Grand, this amazing place that God created, and to be stuck playing a video. I went on a mission trip a few years ago there, and I had these two young kids who are playing video games while I'm standing at the edge of the Grand Canyon saying, wow, look at, they're like, uh, their heads were down. And I'm wondering sometimes if our heads are down when our heads should be up seeing what God is already placing in our life for Kairos moments, Kairos conversations, Kairos like events. Like even even in the simple things of of his creation, of, of seeing 
the, the birds fly by or the, the leaves change or the wind blow or a storm. If we're so, our heads are so down, we're missing the very thing that God is like pleading with us to see. I made that for you. I made that for you. I'm doing this for you. And, you're, and our heads are down. To be present, to, to live in careless moments, to, to live an unhurried life is to, to live with eyes that can like see. See opportunities. Let me give you the third one. Um, back in, in the Garden of Eden, um, Eden means pleasure. Eden means this, this place of pure delight. And uh, he puts Adam and Eve in the middle of the garden, and he says to take care of it and to, to create in it. it. It's good, but he wanted Adam and Eve to make it even better, like, like more beautiful. Like he, they were supposed to order it and, and build it. And, and I'm, with this idea of opportunities, I'm wondering... If God hasn't allowed us or given us opportunities to build Kairos moments, so God gives us some. But don't you think God has given us the ability to make Kairos moments? Like, to plan them. Many of you went to Disney World. Disney World is paying money for hopefully a Kairos moment, right? The Happy Kingdom or Magic Kingdom and and the, and the waiting in lines and, and the huge jets, all Carol's moments that you get to experience from Disney. And, and those are great, and God has allowed that to happen. But isn't it possible that we can build Carol's moments for our families, for our spouses, for our kids, for our workers? Like, it doesn't, ha- you get, you have the potential to do whatever you want with your day. And our, you know why we don't do it? I'll tell you why I don't do it. Because I feel like I'm busy. Right? Isn't that what we say? I, I just don't have any creative energy for creating Carol's moments for any of my relationships because I have too much going on. You're st- you know what you're do- we're doing? We're stealing the very thing we desire, the very thing we're hungry for, the very thing deep inside of us. We want those moments, right? We, we want those memories. We, 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 we want to live a life full of what God has, and we're, we're not willing to take the raw material that he's given us and do the very thing that we want with it. We, we, have a, a, we have a few small groups in our church, but one of the small groups does this really well. They create carols moments. And, and not always like fancy things. They, they go Christmas caroling together. It's an experience that's together. It's a carols moment. They, they, they run it out of uh, bed and breakfast or a, a B&B, you know, one of those things. And, and they, they stay there together. They, they do like these, these adventures together. Isn't it, isn't it possible that God has put in us the ability to create an adventure for somebody else or for yourself, and that the very thing that we're hungry for is the very thing that he's, he's given you the raw material to create? What, what, if, what, if, here's, what if the church stirred people to the point of us creating caros moments in our culture? What what would that look like if we released your creativity in whatever environment that you're in and you, like, made a moment? Like, how do I do that? Creativity, prayer, and do crazy things. I don't know. There's probably more ingredients that I can throw in there. Those are three good ones. Try things. Try some experiments. Instead of getting in the quickest lane, in the, in the um, grocery store, get in the slowest r- lane and, d- and do a, a small carols moment. 
the slowest lane. Like, hey, talk to somebody, heaven forbid. <laughs> Buy them M&Ms. Hey, you look like, you, you look like you're a blue M&M person. I, I'd love to get you some blue M&Ms. Take the blue ones out, give them to them, take, eat the rest. They will remember that the rest of their lives. <laughs> they may think you're crazy. You know, do something that's different, small or big. What, what if we became people that lived in that? I don't, I don't know how you're feeling this morning, but I, I hope that revs you up. I hope that stirs, like, energy in you, that God created you for that. Let, let me get you to the, the rule of life. Um, so I gave you some brown books. Um, way early this year, and, and I hope that you keep bringing them, but you, if you don't have one, don't worry, don't stress out. Um, use your paper someplace, whether it's in your Bible in front of you or from the bulletin, and start writing down some practices, some, some things you can train on. Again, this is, listen to what I'm hearing, what I'm saying. You're going to try this on, and you're going to take, you, you might, this isn't fit. We're gonna, we're, after this 40 days, I'm going to try something else. All right. I'm not, this is not legalism of like, this is the way you do this. This is about you trying on some clothes that can make you full, right? make you beautiful, make you amazing. And so try these things on. Uh, it doesn't have to be these things. You may have your own, but, but here are a couple. One of the things I've tried on, I'm, I'm trying on over this 40 days, is I'm going to meet more in a different room than my office, and my phone stays in my office. That way I can be present. I don't, I, either I don't hear the beep or I can't get to the beep. Right, and that's that's one. Another uh, one of the guys in the in the book says he does the one 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 uh, rule. He's going to turn his phone off one hour a day, one day a week, one week a year. He's gonna he's gonna like disconnect himself from that so that he it doesn't own him. He owns it. Maybe you decide between the hours of this and this, our family is going to unplug the internet, and we're you're going to do your own things. I don't know what it is, but you're going to create. I, I'm, not, I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm just giving you some ideas. Or maybe it's this. Maybe you want to add this. Maybe this is another section of this. is saying, you know what? I'm going to work on creating one Keros moment a week for the next five, six weeks. I'm going to do one for my wife, one for one of my kids. I'm going to do one for, I don't, that's, that's it. So what is it? What, what specific practices, boundaries can you write this morning that you can try on? For, let's, I'm only asking you to try, now we're only down to 30 five days, really, so you don't even have to try it on for a long period of time, you know, and, and just see how it feels, see if you can do it, see how it brings life to you, because if, if hurry is the enemy of our life right now, I, I think seeing the pregnant moments that we have in front of us is a great solution. We'll get, to, we'll get to tomorrow. Let's enjoy today. We'll worry about next week. Let's have a great conversation today. Let's laugh. And just so you can hear me, I'm not, not all Carol's moments are huge. Some of the best Carol's moments are laughter, in my opinion. Like, when your family is in one room, at one table, playing one game, doing whatever, laughter is something like that's isn't that what God designed us to live into? Um, let me pray for you. And I just during the next song, 
um, during dinner, lunch afterwards. Start writing down some of those. Listen, it's easy to hear this message and walk out. That was good. Yeah, I love to hear Carol's points. But if you don't have specific practices, it, it's like saying to someone who plays a sport, yeah, I want to I play this kind of sport in college or pros and do no work for it. It doesn't work. You have to put some practices in your life to get there. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we know that hurry <coughs> is a battle for, all, for all, I think, all of us, and that you have um, encouraged us, you have warned us to make the most of every opportunity, to be, to be wise with our time. We can make more money, however that works out, but we cannot earn more time. We, we are given these moments. So I pray that we look at this morning, this very moment, this, this next five, ten minutes as a Kairos moment, a moment we get to meet with you, we get to pray and talk to you, a moment we get to hear your voice, a moment we get to hang out with our family for a few minutes. Help us not to hurry and get busy through it. Help us to, to, to create this to be a Kairos moment. God, when we go to dinner right after this or whatever, wherever we're doing, I pray that it's just not doing the next thing, but, but we, create a, we, we see it as an opportunity laid out before a gift from you to us. God, help us, help us to see with different eyes. Help us to look, with, look through the way you see the gifts that you've given us. And God, help us to be present, to be right here, right now.